Hey guys, it's Is. Hey guys, it's Nat. Hey, it's Robin. Hi guys, it's Beat. And hi, I'm Bia. I'm here again. <laughs> and today we're here with um, some theories, um, you know, some conspiracies, some ideas, and things that we hope to see in season three of Legacies. So let's start. I think this is kind of like an all-in-one episode because, like, yeah, it's everything. We didn't really have like a set thing that we wanted to talk about. Just kind of like whatever we can talk about, we'll talk about. And you know, Vit and I talk about Pia so often that it was about time that she yeah. joined us. Because, you know, you might as well just be here because we talk about you every single episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I always get little shout outs. You do, yeah. <laughs> you and Paige. Paige always gets shout outs too. Yeah, that's true. Which, once again, hey, Paige, what's up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Okay. So, let's get into um, theories, first of all. <laughs> um, the let's talk about the blind spots. Oh. Controversial that's, that's topic. topic. <laughs> you know what? Hey, go big or go home. Let's let's start right. off. <laughs> okay, so um okay. I'll start. <laughs> okay. Lizzie's blind spot being Josie, which I mean obvious. obvious. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Josie's blind spot is Lizzie. Lizzie. They've said that from the beginning. The, the whole season way. one, season one, it's like, season one was the clear indication that Lizzie is, is, is Josie's blind spot. Like, the entire season was just, you know, I mean, it's just a clear indication. They, 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 they have that codependency, and I mean, like, it is very clearly Lizzie, but, um, that that kind of isn't what the theory. The theory I think that P- Pia, you and I were discussing is that um, Lizzie was talking to MG <clears throat> and said that she would betray everyone if it meant saving or helping Josie, which I think is a huge foreshadow on her arc later on with what they're doing with her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And what 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 um what arc would that be? Uh, well. We'll see. I mean, it's just because there's info out there that I think a lot of people have already seen, like an addition. I don't know if we can talk about that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that we can kind of, I mean, I think most people have talked about it or it's kind of like in discussion or whatever, is that there was, there's this um, thing coming up in one of the episodes where... Lizzie kind of branches off, I guess, from this. Okay. It's kind of like they've been isolating her from the group for a reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is going to, you know, develop. And that's exactly what I was going to say. And I think I said this in a couple of episodes earlier in a podcast where it was that I think that they're making Lizzie's arc be the fact that she's alone because in season one, she wasn't. In season two, she she was kind of going there, but in season three, it looks like, um, like they're breaking up, they're like pushing her friendship with hope. And then Josie is going off somewhere and then MG isn't, you know, with her. And it's just like, it's kind of like pushing her off into having to find her own self or her own, her own character arc. And I think that puts her into a situation where, 
I mean, I think it puts her into a situation where she ends up stealing Josie's magic, and that causes a whole new issue between the two of them. But um, putting her into the situation where she is going to have to make that choice, much like Hope had to make that choice with Landon. Mm-hmm. And they've also been very... Everything that they've clued or hinted at, they've delivered. So it's yeah. clearly something that they have plans for. And yeah. people are saying, like, we're eight episodes in and nothing has happened. But it actually, we're only four episodes in. So this is, has been just the foundation of what the season is going to be like. And yeah. it's clearly way darker than it was. People say it isn't, but it is. Yeah, it's, it's, every, yeah. Everyone is mad at Hope right now because she's acting darker when that's what everyone has been asking for for yeah. ages. That's the thing is everyone wanted her to be a Michelson. Where is she, you know? And the thing is, is people were speculating her necklace and stuff like that. And now all of a sudden it's with Landon and it's like, mm, no. It's an issue. We hate her. We don't like well, her. We already know why the real reason it's an issue. So. Exactly. And I mean, like, and she's acting like a Michelson, which we've said that she is, and she is acting like it. I mean, it's proof, even if you look back into parallels in the originals of what, you know, her uncle did or her dad did or her mom did and stuff like that, her, her um, Cole did with Davina and, and everything. Like, she is a yeah. Michelson through and through, and she wasn't showing those sides in the first two seasons. She was more of a Haley side in the first two seasons, and now yeah. she's showing her Michelson and, you know, You know what pisses me off a little with with some people in the fandom is that Danielle already said this and she so, has yeah. said this before in interviews like that interview on the fifth she was like um she's kind of like both Haley and Klaus but she's going to act more like Klaus or she thinks so yeah, she like, why, why is it so surprising I don't but then it's like that it's like that tweet I sent you today Robin about what what uh were like what what Elijah said to Hope Oh, what did he say? He was like... Here, I can bring it up. We were both born with a responsibility we didn't want or something like that? Because that's It was something around that, but she's going to pull it up. But it literally indicates, like, like, she's a Michelson. Like, this is going to... This was bound to happen at some point, and it's just, you know, you might... So, it's like, it's like, you might not agree with what she's going to do, but once again, I really like the episode because we're seeing people have consequences for their actions and doing things that are risky. Yeah. And we're, mm-hmm. and we're like a thing, like this whole season, the first two seasons, everyone is like, oh, this is an embarrassment to the Vampire Diary universe. And, you know, where's the spice and where's the drama? And then it happens. And I'm just like, well, we're getting it. Like, regardless of if you agree with characters actually or not, you're getting choices where you're conflicted of who you should choose, who you should, you know, confide it with. So at the end of the day, like, you're getting it dark regardless of how you want it. But people are mad because they're not getting in the way that they want it. They're, they're, they're like saying it's like, oh, disgrace to the Michelson name. Is it though? She's Klaus, literally Klaus doing was, what a Michelson does. Yeah, Klaus like, was like, hallucinating Kami, like yeah. what, 10 to 15 years after she had died? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Haley literally told her and taught her, like, yeah, I'm not going to teach my daughter to give up on people that she loves or something. Yeah. And I, she and raised I know her. it was like, I know, like, the Salvatores have nothing to do with it, but Damon and Catherine? Like, Damon was, that, like... I don't like Damon Catherine. at all. So, like, but, like, that's another thing where it's, like, it's common in the shows that if you, like, if you're in love yeah. with somebody, you can't just give up on them, like, easily. You can't yeah. forget, like, let us let me grieve for two weeks, and then, oh, I'm finished. This never happened in DVD universe. Nope. No. 
No. People, the love did stars people even always... watch the other two shows? Because it doesn't yeah, seem did. like it. It really yeah. doesn't. Because it was like, there was that one article, it was like, oh, well, Hope is going far beyond what her family would actually do or something like that. And I'm just really? like, did you just gloss over really? everything about Klaus Michelson? Like, Klaus everything? had a tantrum because Klaus was so paranoid, he used to stab his siblings centuries at a time. Because he was so afraid that they were going to leave him. Yeah. Like, he was so worried about people getting close and people leaving him that he literally would kill them or like stab them or whatever in order to prevent them from leaving him but then he would go to the ends of the earth to protect them too like it was just and like, then it's, it was like yeah line that and he straddled it's like with with hope and landon like hope didn't go that far but she would be like try to keep him out of like in in 304 in the cellar where she was basically you know like the barrier or whatever he could get through but she couldn't and she was like, you're not going anywhere, especially not without me. She wants to keep him close oh, to him. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> it's frustrating when you love characters so much and you understand them deeply, but other people, or you feel like other people don't. It's like. Yeah. That's like, it's like, I get so heated. Is can tell you, I get so mad when people say that Hope's storyline revolves around Landon that her only storyline is Landon. It's not. It's about her growth and yeah. about her, 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 the grief and, 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 and about learning how to open herself up to a love, but also the fact that she is her father's legacy. And if she, if she is gonna be better than him, then this is what she has to do. Because mm -hmm. her father's legacy was to constantly push people away and to isolate himself. It wasn't until Hope came along that he truly learned that that isn't how you're supposed to do things. And Hope is supposed to continue that sacrifice that he made for her. And yes, she chose Landon. Landon is central to her journey because he is the one that opened her up and started, it, started her on it in the first place. And then saying that her only storyline is Landon is, you're not even looking into it. It's like saying that Romeo and Juliet is literally only about Romeo and Juliet, but you don't look at the issues behind Romeo and Juliet and what's driving the force behind the story. You're only focusing on two characters and not why, why is Romeo doing what he's doing? Why is Juliet doing what she's doing? You're literally just looking at them going, oh, they're in love and they're killing themselves for each other. That's not the story. I, I just I get so frustrated with people when they say that they want Hope's storyline to not revolve around Landon. It doesn't. But they want the same thing, the exact same thing that Hope Landon has or Hope Landon stands have, but with other characters. Exactly. That that's the other isn't how it works. In conclusion, all the characters need therapy, and but, probably exactly. so do we. <laughs> Dr. Linda, can you come on? <laughs> can yeah. you come? Honestly, like honestly, Linda, yeah. Linda, when they got them together, but <laughs> I was uh, I was talking with this extra who was who was on the show in season two, and she was basically like, "Yeah, they all need to like just go to therapy and need help and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, pretty yeah. much." But yeah, they can. Oh, really like students. How are they going to afford teachers? I mean, they could. I, I mean, like. And also another thing. The thing is that this show would be over immediately as soon as um, Hope gets uh, therapy. It, it literally just thrives okay. off her yeah. inability to trauma. heal yeah. and her trauma. Yeah, 
like, like laying in the room. And it he was never like, got therapy. Yeah, and they didn't even touch on that again. He can lose And that's that Zoe is going to be all over. happy. They said, that, oh, he with Josie for show. I'm like, no, and he was going to kill him. Sebastian killed him, and everyone except for Hope, well, I mean, they all treat him like fucking garbage, and yet he is yeah. still like the purest fucking soul in that entire school. I just remember something. Um, a couple of days ago, I sent to the group chat, I mean, Vid and uh, Robin, I think, uh, so it obviously um do you remember the psychological assessments that yeah. they d- they dropped before yeah. The, yeah. the show went and landon said that without trauma and or something like that he was going to be fine or get better and then they do things like this it's not it's yeah. not you know yeah okay so Landon killed himself over and over again he doesn't get therapy they drop that whole thing I mean but season two was a season two was a society I really feel and I might get hate for this but I feel like in 306 and 307 that they were um side casing Hope's grief imagine the possibilities that they could have done if they had had Danielle really go into that grief and had it be raw and real instead of just being like pushing yeah, like if, they, if they had if they had to see like how elena was reacting um what's her manager and stuff like come on like why was whole like you know what if y'all don't let whole let go like that's how we hint is they had her like in her room trying to paint and then they had her yeah. you know she was pushing down for good and stuff too. like that but we could have had those scenes but on top of that could have had her completely breaking down what yeah. about telling Landon's room, like crying her eyes out? Okay, or just, like, exactly. Okay, the original spoilers when Camille died for the first time, Klaus had oh. a whole breakdown, breaking his entire room. I was expecting something like that for Hope, but they That's didn't. The thing. You know, actually, I think I think Hope going numb is very in character for her, just because she already feels so guilty yeah. because of her parents dying, and then because of what happened to Landon after they had sex. Obviously, that's going to leave her like shocked, so she kind of shut down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree. Yeah, I agree thing. with you. Uh, I agree with you, Pia. Like I was thinking, like it was like it's really in character for Hope because if you think about it, the three hundred five scene at the dock with Alaric, like you could see she was in pain, but she was not. She just like I, I've always said this, especially to you guys. She just looked dead. Like she yeah. looked like she was not living. Three hundred five was the perfect episode for her and her mm-hmm. group. I love 305. I like I I honestly thought it was going to be like really super cheesy and everything, but it came out really strong. Yeah. Most of the episodes, most of them in season 3, the first four episodes. I mean, the Leprechaun one was a little, mm, you know, but most of the episodes have been really powerful. 305 yeah. and 308. My favorite. 305 my favorite. and 308 are the two most powerful episodes in season 3. I yeah. think um, and I was telling you, Robin, about going back to Hope and, like, the grief. Like, I just want to see a scene. Now that Landon's back, like, I just want to see a scene where she just yells at everybody for the way that they reacted. Yeah. I've been waiting. I was telling Robin, I was like, I want her to have a scene where she was like, you know, the first time that I put my feelings first, you guys think that, you know, it's selfish or whatever. Exactly. Because, like, over, yeah. I just want her to break it. I just think that Danielle would 
do such an amazing job in that kind of scene, yeah. and I really want to see it. So I don't know. This is me and Vit know how I feel about that. I want Hope to. I I mean I want her to yell at a certain someone, but I don't think we're we probably won't get that because we're not really getting any scenes with them. But <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Wait, uh, lost it. I think hope snapping because we've talked about this would be so chef's kiss. Yes, because it's, it's been a long time coming that she has taken shit and do and done so much for everyone without getting the same energy back. Yeah. And for and what? That, that, that line, that line, like my emotional needs, my emotional needs was kind of yeah. like a sneak peek, but like it wasn't as tough as oh. I thought it was going to be. But like when I heard, cause I knew she was going to say it to, to either, I thought it was going to be Lizzie or, or Alaric, but like when she said it, I was like, yeah, finally girl, say it, say something. Like That's at the point, is, like, she is always sacrificing her own happiness and Landon in order to save that school and everyone in that school, and not one person asked her if she was okay since 301. Not one person, knowing that Lennon's predicament, not one of them went to her, not even Josie, and said, hey, are you okay? Thank you for saving me or anything like that. Like, none, none of them said anything, and then it was when they needed something was when they went to her. Yeah. It's very tiring. I, mean, I also like I was, that. Huh? Jingle. I just okay. no wonder why Hope is acting the way she is. <laughs> yeah, I was talking with a friend that I'm not going to name just in case people dump her. But anyway, um, she actually thinks that they could be building up Hope because at the beginning, beginning or slash last uh, four episodes of season four or the first four of this season, um, everyone kept saying how Hope is always saving the day. And then they're not, I mean, they might follow that up with hope going dark, especially since Danielle said on Twitter, like, uh, what would you like hope to be or something like storyline? And she said darker. So yeah. maybe they're, they're playing with that idea of hope just stopping saving everyone. I, like hope's just, hope's just basically going to be like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. Fuck all of you. I'm no. done. Because like and in leaving. one, MG said, hope's not coming. We have to do this ourselves, which I think is a, a, a foreshadowing for what's yeah, that's probably later. Okay, we went from this, we went from blind spots to this. We went yeah. way off We're top. Jumping. I mean, that's kind of what we do. It's, you know, um, okay. all over the place. <laughs> Let's go back into Lizzie and Josie for a second. Um, mm -hmm. We know there's hospital scenes coming up. Um, and I think that Josie does get seriously hurt because now she doesn't have her powers. She's human. Um, I think that it's a supernatural reason why she gets hurt. I don't think it has to do with Finch. Um, I think that I, I think it has to do with Cleo, like, like her whole background and stuff like that. But we know that she, well, we don't know because we haven't actually seen the episode, but we, we theorize that she gets hurt and she's in the hospital. And I kind of wonder if, um, if it's going to parallel um, the Lizzie doing anything she can in order to help Josie and also parallel uh, Cleo's story because I'm not going to say why, but there was um, something that we had found that had kind of explained a little bit of Cleo's background and it parallels really well with Lizzie and Josie, mm. which I think you guys all know, maybe Naj, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in chat later, but um, anyways, I think that, that Lizzie is going to do something drastic in order to save Joe's life. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I won't be which, surprised. Which parallel season one? Which parallel yeah. season one? Because Josie was doing it in season one with Lizzie, and um, especially when she jumped in front of that bullet. Um, so that's really going to be like, like I've said, Lizzie has had the most character development out of everybody in the entire show. And, um, and it, so her- it kind of feels like she's regressed a little bit in the last two episodes, but yeah. now like I'm thinking that that's obviously, that's probably a reason. a reason. Yeah. There's a reason behind that. Um, and you know, me, P and Vit always say that like, it seems like they're kind of going back to their season one roots. Like we just bypass season two. We're just gonna go right back. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, but also, sorry. Yeah, they're also Luna. Luna reversing stuff from season two, which have said like the parallels between season two and what's happening now are very on the nose. Yeah, they are. We had yeah. Gunter or Gunther. I don't know how do you say that, his name. Sebastian, then Hope Landon, the reverse stuff. Josie, Hope going to the schools and. Don't yeah. It. yeah, yeah, they are. You are <laughs> reversing the. Yeah, like they're doing better yeah. job at what they did with Hope at um Mr. It's like they're first. yeah they're trying Ma- to. Matthews might be fixing season two. Yeah, yeah that's what it feels like. That's what yeah. it feels like. Even like down to like the the outfits that they wear, like like Landon wearing the two hundred eight, um, jacket, and then but wearing it in three hundred eight. And um, what was Hope's outfit you were saying paralleled, like, the... What, uh, 206. 206. Purple. The purple, yeah. Yep. It's very, yeah, it's a funny little thing. Because the way they lied during season two, talking about things that never happened, um, it was very <laughs> Could you imagine this podcast in season two? Oof. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know I was heated. I was heated. <laughs> I was fucking fired up. I don't remember a lot of season two. I was mad at 2A specifically. Like, I was so hyped. I would record after 2 thin. I would have been so annoying between the Jandon stuff, my liking of ships. Yeah. (laughs) I've grown. I've had development. Let me be. Uh, Okay. So, Cleo playing a huge part in um, the Josie Lizzie stuff, like I said before. But I also think it has to do with the fact that they brought up um, her saying that yeah. that magic isn't dark nor light but it's based mm-hmm. on intention and we know that Josie struggles so much with black magic that I'm wondering if Cleo is going to help her learn how to control her magic because like she says it's based on intention and not on darker light mm. so do you think listen I want to know about the dark magic that okay the dark magic that the necromancer had and didn't do shit with it? Like, what's going to happen with that? Well, it's, well, it's in the prison world. Well, I mean, is it? a lot of it's a, in is theory it? in the prison is world. It? Is it? I don't think it is. It. We know some of it, it. Not all of it would have come out, but we know that some of it came out that we saw when, yeah, when um, they were doing the spell. But, like the prison world still exists, so there's still, like, that's what's holding it together is the black magic from the necromancer, right? Mm-hmm. Unless... The necromancer, he needs to... So unless he know, like, this, this is <laughs> not even it. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Did he remove everything, though? Huh? 
Like what happens when he smashed the ascendant? Did he release everything? Was that like an open door to everything coming out? Um, I don't know. I don't even know how he had a knife. Um, I I would like to know what happened. He stole in season one. (laughs) No, it was. I would like to know. Actually, I would like to know what happened to the dark magic that went went into the girls because something happened. And I don't think that just because Landon destroyed the Ascendant and the portal thing, it went back in to that world. Oh, no, it went somewhere. Not in Josie. <laughs> Probably, yeah, Landon. You said his sword for season one, I almost believed it. I said, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, you got me in the first hand, I'm not gonna lie. I love you, Landon. <laughs> Landon came out of nowhere. <laughs> it's not possible. Okay, so <laughs> I, I have a theory time. about that too, though. So, okay, huh? so they know that um, when Cleo and that were singing to, um, how, how do you pronounce it? Sharon? Sharon? Um, I think it was a sound. Ar- yeah, a high. A a anyway, Chiron. the fairy man. Anyways, yeah. So, um, <laughs> He takes payment and and um oh the coin Cleo Cleo said that he didn't take money, but that doesn't mean he doesn't take a different kind of money. And I'm wondering if when Joe when Lizzie threw the coin with um Josie's magic, was that considered the payment rather than the song? It just happened, it just coincided at the same time, and that was the payment that got Landon back. Yeah, because she said we'll find it later, but did they even find it later? Bro, is it's an invisible too. So like, yeah. was that coin full of that magic, full of the siphoner magic? Because think about it, if if Chiron can have that coin and bring it back to Malivore, he could take that magic and siphon out the prison world, like Josie did in the prison world in two two um thirteen. Oh my god, hmm. that would be messy, especially if we consider what could happen after. Uh, or later on with Lizzie and Josie. Yeah. But hmm. but was that coin considered payment for the ferryman? And they thought the song was, but it wasn't. You know, it could be, but I don't think so. Just okay, because the was, guy was, was like this. And, but he yeah. wanted Landon's things like that, right? But yeah. we know, did that happen? Hmm. Did that coincide at the same time? Was it happening at the same time? Because, mm. I, you know, with Legacy, sometimes the timeline is the same. They just jump to the different scenes. And, and we don't even know about it until later, right? So I like, guess we're going to have to wait, it, like, two weeks. Yeah, the way, um, or yeah. Well, people, and other people were thinking that Landon had to pay a fare on the way back and that he had paid it with Hope's necklace. Yeah, because that's oh. how it works, too, in Percy Jackson. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, it's a one-way fare, you to get there to grab the soul, but then you need to pay something to come back. What did he pay with? Yeah. I don't think it's the necklace, though. It, it was, because uh, I, I saw people uh, saying that he could have paid with the necklace, and now he doesn't remember. The necklace, but, uh, the necklace no. wouldn't matter to, to him. Or yeah, to and him. the necklace will come up later on because it's important. But will his memories of the prison world matter? Yeah, I don't think so because I have another theory about that. But okay, okay, okay. Okay, So um, let's go into um, Triad coming back into play since MG mentioned them in um, three hundred seven, I believe. Yeah, no, three hundred eight. He mentioned them in three hundred eight when he said, especially with Triad, whatever. Like when we defeated Triad, he was the one that led the charge. 
just the fact that they added that line and coming from MG, knowing where his mom comes from, um, and then that going into um, the fact that they have this artifact that was sold by the triad to Pinky. Yeah, a lot of hints. Yeah. Mm. Some other stuff, but yeah. But wasn't it supposed to come back though? Like, wasn't it already hinted that like one of the guys that was there was supposed to come back? Yeah. So they yeah. did do the casting as far, but he was turned into stone. Remember? Yeah. So, yeah, so like, you know, I just I feel like. But. But that doesn't mean that they don't have him in the past. Like a flashback, and we know that there's some characters coming up that have. Um, that could possibly be connected to Triad, which I think is connected to the wish box. So we're going to get more information on the wish box. I still think that that Landon's like the wish Landon, but like... Mm, the wish box and some important information. Yeah, exactly. It's the way I'm just looking dumb. I just... <laughs> <laughs> That's me every time. No, I'm over here like, oh, special damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go off in the chat, and we'll just like, like throw out all of these theories and like bounce off of each other, and it's just like, because like, I'm not even. I'm not just for the breakdowns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just legacies has so much potential, and the thing yeah. that the stuff we found online, all the information and whatever, it's like this could be good. But are they going to execute it the right way? Thing is, I mean, like I feel like when it comes to story progression, like if an episode, like for like last episode, it didn't have no monsters in it except for like the one that was summoned. You see how much characters had like development, regardless if it was regressed or not. Opposed to the next episode, we're going to get monsters, and everything that we just went is going to be like, you know, compressed, like as if it never happened. And that's a constant pattern with whenever there's monsters, whatever we just had that was very important, it just suddenly is not that important anymore because of these fucking monsters. And I feel like these monsters is going to be their downfall at this point. But I think I have a feeling they're they're kind of fixing it this season, just because I think that the monster, like next week's monster, could fix some stuff. With, I mean, we know um, Hope and Lizzie are fighting, and yeah. they will most likely make up again. So I think that has to do with the monster and how it probably manipulates probably not uh, people to interact. Kind of like the Crotone, but with people who have been fighting or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It causes like it's more strife like the Corrine, except for like it's, it's a yeah, little... Yeah, but more, you know, cuter and... Yeah. Fluffier and <laughs> his name is Gumball. I will take no other options. <laughs> but um yeah, so I I totally lost what I was gonna say, but um okay. there's a lot of foreshadowing. If you if you watch the episodes like in season one, they foreshadow a lot, and then season two they foreshadow a lot, and they're still doing that in season three, and it, it feels like they don't mention things by accident. So and like red herrings too. And red herrings, yeah. So they introduce like the wish box, and then at the same time also introduce this urn that brings back spirits, which I think is going to come into play later. Yeah. I think. I think. Um, sure. <laughs> I I I think. <laughs> um, and then um, bring in in triad again because they didn't mention triad at all in season two. Triad yeah, was thought in season two. And now in season three, they have MG, who happens to be the son mm. of the head of Triad, mentioning the fact that 
triads there. And then they have this artifact that you're going to see in, I think, in episode nine. Next, I, yeah, I next episode. The next episode is mm-hmm. that it's, I think we're going to get um, a background on the wish box in episode nine on top of whatever's going on with the monster. Just had a thought. What? Just had a thought. Share it with okay, the one. But what if MG brings Stride back? Because he is all against the monster thing, but like he acts in different way of his mother. Is it still his legacy? Yeah, and that is his legacy. That's the thing. Exactly. That's and the thing. I was going to say that um, I would love to if they do that and connect to um, MG, just because the show is called Legacies, and yeah. it's not only about Hope or the twins or and the twins. It's about everyone's like all, all, the entire cast yeah the yeah. characters yeah legacies whether they are good or bad they actually they said it in the pilot like uh who's telling the story yeah. yeah choosing between good and evil and all that and it would make sense that mg would reach out to his mom because triad actually um had malivore trap for that long yeah and so he could see them offering some sort of um help that he thinks some sort of help in order to have to trap Malivore for good. Yeah, this was like all those monsters, all those monsters in the prison world. Yeah. And besides, busy for a while. The season one, two, has been all about getting with Lizzie or helping her. Yes, MG becoming his own person and growing. I just remember the song that was playing in two fifteen, maybe that Lizzie's um, in "Grow As We." Grow as we go or grow as you go. Yeah, the Ben Platt song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting because I, and I do think that also they're kind of separating MG as well because I, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that they'll go into his Ripper storyline. Yeah. Like, I, and, I've been waiting for that since you talked yeah. about it on like season one. Like, I felt like season two, it was so many things that they could have done and Ripper MG could have been one of them. Especially yeah. since, like, Fallout with his mom. Like, that could have caused him to feel some type of way, but instead, season two would just... (laughs) I also think that MG going to his mom or trusting anyone from Triad would be very in character for him, considering that his psychological assessment from the thing that I mentioned before uh, says that he's very gullible. So it makes sense that he would trust anyone just like that because they, they say that they're going to help him. Yeah. It would be very interesting then to see uh, his decisions having an impact on the rest of the squad and the idea of actions actually having consequences and, hel- and holding people accountable for them instead yeah. of just brushing them off. Well, and especially since he's feeling so isolated from the school right now. Yeah, well, it, well, it makes I, I literally mentioned that earlier today. I was like, you know, like, hell, even if MG were to try it, like, that's what I literally want to say. But, I mean, it wouldn't be a problem. Like, like once again, everybody that he trusts at the school doesn't trust him now and see him as somebody that, once again, kept us in the hidden. I so mean, now he obviously want to go back to something that people believe him in, especially monsters. What I really like so far about these first four episodes um, that they kind of um, had started at the end of season two with those, those, like, 301 to 304, because they kind of had to rewrite them a little bit, um, is that in season two, there was like characters were like side characters and they were only there for like certain reasons. But now in the first four episodes, it feels like they're grooming them into their story, their proper storylines now. And 
like Kayla being groomed into possibly taking over the school, like him, um, you know, doing all that stuff for a lark. And then we said Lizzie's, we said MG's. And then even like, so now what we need to see is also like, and we, I think we've seen the start of it, but we need to see Landon's because like we have MG's kind of like starting his story and Lizzie's and Josie's and even Hope's. But like, we need to start Landon's now because they've kind of, you know, held back on him as well. Yeah, going to the prison world and this possible this actually leads into the two landon theory um and and his development i'm just hoping that we get hope growing and learning from this i'm just so tired of her being the hero the entire time yeah, and, and feeling like she feels obliged to to save everyone and i'm just tired of it i, I don't want it anymore yeah, just tell them to do it themselves. They're a school full of supernaturals, okay? No, 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 I, I said this earlier today. There's no fucking reason why. There was like 800 fucking supernaturals in that school, and one of them was created at one fucking night. If y'all don't get the fuck up there and beat that night up from t- FO2, <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? Like, y'all big as hell, like, come on. Well, and the other yeah. thing is supernaturals were scared to go into the prison world, and yet they were- Yeah, like, and leave that They were willing to there. let a I, human there- yeah. Nah, it makes sense. Leave me so I'm mad. is gone. They need to leave. They need to not be here. Those, they waste their time. Give all this powers to Landon that he'll be useful with them because he wants it so bad. No one even thought of Landon. Like no one. He. It was like he didn't even freaking exist. Nah, he gave it. He was supposed to be him. their friend. Yeah. Yeah. No way he went back to play D and D. No way. Wait, literally, Wade got, <laughs> got me the most. Wade got me the most because Wade sat here. Landon was the only one that believed in him in this fucking fairy tale, and then he, he literally died for him. He died for yeah. him. Yeah. For to believe, and this dude was out here trying to find a D and D replacement just for him to get played by Wade. I mean, by MG. Why MG? Said, I don't even like playing that cub. Like you Oops. know, what? retire now, Wade. Retire. Who, who hasn't Landon died for? Honestly, yeah, exactly. For? Right? And yet no one, no one, I mean, Lizzie's comparing his oh, loss. That was so fucked up. That was so fucked up. How do you compare? Comparing his Sebastian? loss to court to Sebastian? And then like, like, when Hope was like, well, if we're comparing losses, that isn't a fair fight. Of course yeah. it isn't. Like, <sighs> And then calling him cheese whiz. Like, it was like her whole progression in in all yeah. of it was like undone in the last two episodes where her being like, I don't understand why Hope wants to save Landon or why Landon's her blind spot. Um, hello? You do, I- Josie, what I do you say? Because but she loves him. I love, I love right. Lizzie, I do. I, I, know, not I, I think I'm so passionate because I love Lizzie, you know? And I think that's yeah. the thing is, I, but I would never like. I was hurt. I was hurt because I like, I call them the crackhead sibling because they have that dynamic <laughs> and that energy, Lizzie yeah. and Landon. And then when he died, when he ha- literally died for her. And then she was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Who? It's, 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 yeah. like, it's, like, it's like, damn, if we ever want to get our hand, is he friendship? Like she out here not giving a fuck about him. Like, I'm only letting, letting it slide just because I think that the payoff will probably be good. Yeah. Because I have faith that uh, Brett will deliver. King. Who was in the booth for season two? Julie Plug was still in the booth, yeah, right? Julie was still in charge. They were yeah, that makes sense. Back okay, and forth. Brett, listen. Yeah. Brett, listen, I hope you, you, you probably won't snap. Um, 
please do Brett play. Is, yeah, I think Brett has done an amazing job so far. So yeah, yeah. doing what he's because doing. Julie Plank was out here throwing ring around the rosy fly twist curves. Okay. <laughs> she sat here and said, Hey, hope we're gonna have a love triangle with the siblings um at Mystic Falls. I mean Mystic Falls and didn't interact with any of them. Like Nah, Julia was setting up hope with everyone in Mystic Falls. She was no. she was out here bringing yeah. up people. Like, she was just what? hyping them up. She was trying to pull up Buffy there. So glad she that <laughs> didn't work. Maybe they tried though. Okay. Okay, let's go into the two land in theory because like okay. ever since okay, ever since it's so funny because I said that right after the right after the episode last week and and I didn't go on Twitter or anything. So like and then it just exploded. Like all no, I see did. all over the place now is this two land in theory. Now I know that a certain part of of the fandom think that the the Landon that was on the dock wasn't Landon, that it was Malivore. But here's my reasoning behind it. First off, Hope is 18. Having Malivore take Landon's body the way and having him be Landon at that scene would be disgusting and go against their whole consent thing. You make no sense. Why is Malivar going to be all stuff with Hope? That's the thing. Yeah. That's why would you call her Malibu. last night perfect and, and being like, oh, it sounds like that's, you know, saving the person you love is a Michelson thing. Like, that is Landon pure, like, pure, like, straight before, and Yeah, before he doesn't degrade it. Maybe it's only like um, a human or whatever, but it is Landon. There is no way that that is Malivore because that would be crossing a line that I don't think the writers would ever cross. Yeah. So that, was, that would be no. But also yeah, because we are, we've already seen Malivore in Landon's yeah. body. Yeah, exactly. Like people forgot exactly. how he was acting in Landon. Like, like that was completely why different. Why would he waste his time to go back to the school when he can just be out here acting wild? Like, right. And why go and sit with Hope and hug her and smile at her? And like, her be- and like, why save the twins and Hope? Yes, exactly. If he wants Hope to die because the whole toxicity thing and she's basically the one thing that person who could kill him, like, why waste your time? Why would he sit there and she could have died? And hug her with a smile on her face. Like, it just, it makes no sense. That is not Landon. Now, I think it is, I think that there are two Landons um, because of other reasons but that I can't go into because spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. But, um, I think, I do think that the bone armor guy could possibly be Landon too, but he's a part of, so when, when Chiron brought Landon back, he brought both Landons back. I just want to see this so bad. I just need, I just need my Phoenix on. I'm tired of this shit. (laughs) At what cost? Two landings now? This is literally like two landings. But you know, you know why it also makes so much sense that there are two landings now? Because they are Uno reverse in season two. And season two had senior landing and regular landing. Yeah. Right? And this and... on the dog Sorry, go. acts a lot like Simulandin. Very soft to me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Who? I just said very soft being. No, before I interrupted you. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that uh, while you think that he brought him back, I actually, I was thinking about this before this. Um, 
I actually think that because there is supposed to be another portal, because the leprechaun got to the school somehow, right. and they didn't think that, um, I think that Bone Armor Landon probably came back through the portal because I want to believe and I want that to happen that that Landon, the warrior Landon, doesn't remember anything because he came through the portal and the reason why he was lurking um, Hope Landon on the dock is because one, why the fuck there would be like someone else who looks exactly like him and two, why is he with the girl he feels drawn to and that um, he's seen the... Um, The necklace, because he would have the necklace. Right. Because the landing that's on the dock was brought back because of... Um, the wish. The wish, the thingy, the dude, or the ferryman. See, yeah. And, and there could be two theories with that. One, it could be the wish, because um, Pinky did say that he had dreams of what he desired, and then Hope had that dream about Landon and the Ascendant and all of that stuff, and that was what made her go to the prison world. I did see the theory that it's possible that the Landon that um, is with Hope is the, uh, like, the bus, like, the Gollum Landon. But again, I don't think that would be true because, like, that would just be, like, weird, I think, um, mm -hmm. him being, like, a mud Landon or whatever. But it's possible. The other thing, too, is he said that he brings back souls. So what if he just brought the human part of Landon back? and not the phoenix part because that would be like the parallels between the weaker and the strong exactly and form. so the guy on the dock is the human part of landon and then the bone guy is the phoenix part of landon because i never thought that he was just human to begin with i thought it was just dormant like they did in season one so like it's two landons but it's their two sides like i said before it's the human and the phoenix they're just separate and And the reason, maybe the reason why he can't remember anything from the prison world is because he was snatched when he was in Malibor because the monster was in Malibor. So right. it would make sense that he would find, he would find, uh, he would found, he would find Landon, <laughs> Spanish, um, in Malibor and yeah. bring him back, that version of Landon. Yeah. Because they're yeah. probably still connected. Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. Like, that's why Landon can remember shit from the prison world because he hasn't, That version of him hasn't been there. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think that yeah. It'll be interesting to watch it in a few weeks and just be like, I wonder how true this all was. Like, we'll go back to this episode. Yeah. And we were way off. <laughs> we're way off or we're like spot on or like we're close or whatever. So, But also, you know, what I'm looking forward to, the parallel between uh, 305 and probably 310 or whenever they catch um, the Bone yeah. Warrior, when they yeah. take off the mask and they found that, Uh, that it's landed. Oh yeah, because Hope yeah. takes off the mask. You know what I'm looking forward to is the prove it par parallel. Oh yeah, prove it. But how how would that work if he doesn't have any memories though? Because they're gonna have to perform the, the Oni spell again. I think the and necklace. He's, yeah. But he's gonna have the necklace. Yeah, the necklace. So it'll be we'll like, it, but he'll have the necklace. Go ahead, Is. I want to say my theory about uh, how yes, to this the right time. Yeah, go ahead. So this is like, this is like, like, this could be not true, like, at all. But like, when I think about it, like, the guy who plays Pop TJ, he's great, but he's like, interacts with us on, t on Twitter and stuff like that. He said, like, Robin mess or Robin tweeted at him was like, you know, I want to see Puck again. He goes, be careful what you ask for. I would love the idea to think if Puck was Malivore in human form. 
Because if you think about it, if you think about it, he left and we don't know what happened to him. Yeah. I, I thought he had died, but apparently that wasn't him at the yeah. end of yeah, No, it wasn't him. Because if you think about it, he was interested in Landon. Yeah. He was interested in Landon and Hope. Yeah. Why would he be interested in just Landon and Hope? Yes, he was interested in MG or whatever, but, like, I know it's, like, very far-fetched, but Hope, like... That would be a fun theory. Yeah, that would be very... Because he said, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Because, like, mm. people be like, we want you to come back, and he's just like, mm, are you sure? Or be careful what you wish for or whatever, so... I don't know. I, if, How amazing would that be? I would be? like to see him back. He was great. Actually, if he, if, he, if he comes back, even as the counselor or the therapist, I would be, oh, my God. Right? Because he actually helped. <laughs> yeah. He was the only one. Emma, I love, I love Karen, but. She ain't it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. words. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. That therapy box is just not it. No. But. It's like, why would you trust someone who's mentally ill or has a lot of trauma in their subconscious to fix their issues? That's so fucked up. Like, why the f- would allow her to think that? Like, Hope hasn't, deal- hasn't dealt with her trauma since her parents died when she was, like, 15. And he's trusting her to fix her stuff three years later. He doesn't want to deal with it because he puts all- because he needs Hope to 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 do what he needs to do because he's been using her since season one. I'm so looking forward to this the episode he dies, honestly. He is a child <laughs> and he keeps her he does things with her that he should be doing with Caroline. Caroline should be helping him find supernaturals. Not a, a 16 year old or 17 year old girl who has, you know, issues with with like isolating herself and things like that. But like mm-hmm. It's like he almost needed her to just get over herself so that she could help him. Because, like, look, he obviously can't... He's just using her. And people say that, oh, he's like a parent to her. Is he, though? Is he like a father figure, really? No. Like, sure, Hope might see him that way. But he's... Uh, The twins are still his priority. That's the thing. Yeah, he babies Lizzie and Josie and, like, protects them and all of that. But then he... And he just... Like, is with hope because he's scared of what she could become. Yeah. Because of her Michelson thing. Yeah. Family. He treats her almost like a pet, if it makes sense. Like, you know, like as long as he trains her and keeps her close, then she can't <clears throat> snap at him or whatever. I just want to say hope the fuck away from that school. So do I. Just send her to Nola for a while and let's be with her like an entire episode. With Hope just enjoying herself and going shopping with Rebecca or just relaxing and living her best life. Okay. So we know that they like to follow um, episode uh, numbers. Like all of the eights have been hand in reunions and, you know, so on and so forth. And 13s have been Landon's powers. So do you think 313 is going to be Landon getting his Phoenix side back? Wait, we have the, um, what's going on with 313? Mm-hmm. Maybe. We're going to learn more about Cleo, probably. Yeah. So they might. Oh, wait. They could. They could parallel it. Like, parallel it? Parallel it? Whatever. They could have parallels between the stories. I'm sorry. It's Spanish is slipping through. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, because like if they're gonna do Cleo's backstory, which we we all think she's a harpy, that would be a good parallel for Landon and his Phoenix side. Yeah, but is she really a harpy? I mean, we don't know. I mean, our the other theory was very cool too. Oh, the other theory. Oh, oh the, yeah, the Cleo, Cleo one. The Cleo theory is we think she's a muse. Oh yeah. Because of all the sisters that died yeah. and how she's very into art, but the real Cleo was like more into history, I think. But then we were like saying that maybe she could have absorbed or not absorbed, but uh, what was the word you used? Uh, I think maybe just like um, she kind of reflects all of her sisters. So she kind of takes on all of their powers since they're all dead. But the thing is, is... If, if she is a muse, she went, like, the last episode, she proved that she had um, knowledge of history, though, because she went back into the Greek history with, um, with the ferryman. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you noticed in, like, the art room, since, okay, first off, they have an art room. Since oh, yeah, the, the Adonis? Is but, that how you say there's, it? Yeah, there's, like, the Adonis, and then there's the um, Aphrodite. Um uh, statues in that room as she's standing there and they're both Greek mythology that tie into Cleo's mythology in um, like in the real world like the mm -hmm. Cleo who's the muse so Adonis and, and Aphrodite tie in heavily to Cleo and the fact that they had those statues there were kind of interesting you know that it kind of ties and also the fact that they used a lot of stained glass like above Cleo's yeah. bed and like in the art room and stuff like that there's and and in the crypt there's so much stained glass and it's not the first time they've done it like they've done that a hundred thousand times in in Vampire Diaries and in Vampire Diaries it became true so I was like hmm maybe this is something anyway the the, the, the whole, mental like, gymnastics we I think I think you were in bed here when I went off I went off on this whole like stained glass theory <laughs> Yeah I woke up and I was like actually yeah that makes sense that happened in TVD season yeah. 8 Yeah Um okay so another <laughs> meanwhile is in Nashville like the fuck are you talking about? I'm looking dumb as hell I'm truly <laughs> I'm not all into these theory type things like I when Robin, says them, when Robin <laughs> says them, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But my, I myself do not come up with this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, thanks. We might just, like, bounce off of each other yeah. um, about all these theories. It's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then so they will just, like, have this whole, like, I don't know, page of just theories that we go off about certain things. And she, she's just like, I feel really dumb right now. <laughs> But she's not. But you're not. You're not. Um, anyways, so let's go into the last theory that I have here is, because um, we kind of talked about Landon. Um, we didn't really talk about, like, the whole D&D &D berserker thing, but I think that's just, like, a fun tie-in for Arya, like, the whole fact that the bone guy kind of looks like a Yeah. Berserker. The, the fact that they were making fun of Wade and Landon, not Landon, but Wade playing D&D &D yeah. when MG was like, I have more dignity or something. Yeah, so they've thrown in oh, a lot of D&D references, so I think that's a lot of, like, for Arya, because we know the Lord of the Rings references are for Arya because he really likes Lord of the Rings, so I think the D&D &D stuff is too, but... His baby. Um, MG, in his speech, mentioned the fact that what Hope wanted to do, it was possible that they, couldn't end, they could end up trading a life for a life. So, what if, 
in order to get Landon back somehow or to get him to merge his two or whatever, they had to give up another life in order to get him back. And it's a Lark's life that they give exactly. up. Yes, please. Please. Sure, they give all they give him well. I'm gonna be I'm gonna have a fucking party in my reaction, okay? Um, <laughs> I think the whole fandom's gonna have like a collective party. Oh my god. It's gonna be the first day this fandom. Yeah, everyone play. just setting aside our differences and just celebrating. Let's go. This is just gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waving the light. Yeah. We're gonna start a wave. <laughs> it's, like, it's, not, it's not that we want him out of a job. But we kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but we do. <laughs> I mean, they're limiting his interactions with as many people as possible. They're making yeah, him he's better than there. They're making him useful, which means he can be used to dying. Exactly. Yeah. Like, who, who asked for him in the women scene? Like, no one. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Why did we get that bank scene? Why? What was what? that? The what? Why did you have the bank scene? The bank scene. The bank scene. With Dana's mom. Oh, I completely blocked that from my mind. The fuck was that? That was disgusting. I almost died. They could have given me more hand in. <laughs> right? They could have given us anything. substantial. First off, First off, when the fuck did she change careers? Because in the first season, she was a pharmacist. Yes. <laughs> she even mentioned that, that the husband lost it. Did she? Lo- did he lose it, though? He I did. can't remember right, dad, right now. I can't. The, the dad was a dentist, and she was a pharmacist in the first season. Oh. Because they were talking worked. about Lizzie and her medication and stuff. They know. Yeah, yeah. So how the fuck? When did she become the the like head? Well, of maybe the- maybe she needs more money or something, and now she's working at maybe she's job. throwing herself at just random single dudes that come into the bank. She said, "If the B was so uh, I mean, if that's the way she's grieving her daughter, I mean, maybe, maybe she maybe she left the pharmacy because her mother of her daughter. Maybe you know something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We can't judge how people cope. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we can judge that scene, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was gross. Like, okay. Right. Let's go into monsters. What would we oh. like to see? And I know that we okay. had this. I know that we kind of okay. talked about this in another episode, like, long, long, long time ago. Um, but, like, since they aren't getting rid of the monsters, because we know that they're not, um, <laughs> what kind of monsters would you like to see? Do you have like a list that anyone? We we're getting first? we're getting the one that I want to see. So, which one? A banshee. Oh, oh yeah, oh, intense. Oh, oh, you know which one I want to see? Oh, nine. I don't want to see nine. Ten is the banshee. Ten. Yeah, ten is the banshee because next episode we have the first. Well, then Venom. yeah, I would like to yeah. see a harpy then, like harpy. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't get a Medusa or something, so harpy it is. Yeah, I want to see a monster that makes them see possible futures. Oh, we've talked about this. Yes, that's yes. very true. Um, it made them see possible futures, like a like a fate. Yes, thing. like possible outcomes for them. I have probably way too many here, but I don't know. First off, chupacabras. I don't know how if that even exists in chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a version of it? Like something well, that we, But just just because it would be fun, but I don't really care. But the one that I would like to see 
is uh, Weeping Angels. Have any of you watched uh, Doctor Who? Doctor Who thing, right? Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I know what Weeping Angels are. Yeah, well, Weeping Angels have been around since before time. was time, basically. And they're essentially just statues that would have... The school already has statues all over the place with angels in it. And maybe they could have the statue move. And, I mean, basically the thing is that Weeping Angels, when you look into their eyes... uh, they can't hurt you. But if you blink, they will. And if they touch you, they could either send you to somewhere else, like location-wise, or another time period. And the only way to destroy it is to basically create a paradox where both of them, uh, like two statues, look into each other's eyes and yeah. create a paradox. That's basically yeah. it. But so- I have... I have like a shit ton of. Heat. So we could have a, a we could have um a monster that sends Hope and Landon through a portal to another world. <laughs> actually, actually, that happened in Doctor Who season seven. Spoilers, but <laughs> oh, it was a cat. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, crossover tease, but um, <laughs> just gonna plug yeah. the story there. But I mean, yeah, happened. but that's how those characters left the show they ended up in the 60s i think or the 30s or something but yes okay. i don't know i really like the idea of like the male siren ah uh, yes i have it here too it's like a nymph or a mermaid but that lures girls which you talked about with elijah i think yeah. the episode he came yeah here. yeah when he came but also there's another version of it it's called a kishi in folklore which is a two-faced demon from angola and it says that according to the legend it has an attractive human man's face in front on the front and on the back is like a hyena oh that would be that so eats cool. women that would be something that uh bread have, would like do. land and lead the yeah. charge to save yeah. girls yeah because the, it, it is said that they use their human face um, to smooth talk and charm attractive young women, and then they eat them with the face on the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that would be so fun, actually. <laughs> I would like to see it. I was just thinking about them, but I also have here like uh, a bugbear, which is basically the boogeyman, but a, a Celtic ver- version of it. Just because I, I, I always joke and say that fuck them kids and that monster would eat kids. Like children, there's not even imagine, cool anymore. Yeah, that's true. But imagine like a Halloween episode where kids are disappearing, kind of like uh, what happened in the originals. Yeah, when the kids were being taken away, and the monster is like eating them, but it's not really eating them because we don't want kids to die. Okay. What about <laughs> what about a monster that changes them all from their costumes into what they're costumes are you're kind of begging for for them to steal ideas from buffy at this one <laughs> I, I was about to i was going to say um halloween episode yeah yeah yes. exactly. yeah we have a really i wrote that before you guys all watched buffy as well <laughs> yeah and i actually told you like oh this reminded me of this fic i i read once uh, that something very similar happened and you were like yeah i wrote it yeah <laughs> like, oh, shit, sorry <laughs> uh, exactly I don't know, there's a lot of monsters out there that, like, 
I would love to see more Doctor Who monsters, but I understand that that show is a bit too sci-fi for legacies, but they could adapt them. And I also don't know how copyright works because if they've taken stuff, taken stuff from Buffy, but they've changed it just a little. So it doesn't, you know, but Doctor Who, I was thinking, I like had an idea because this friend that I talk to regularly, um, she had thought of this, have like to have a bottle episode where all the characters are stuck in the same place so they can, I don't know, like talk their shit out and be on the same page. Uh, but I was thinking that a mi midnight creature is the is the name of it was Doctor Who season four episode ten. It's called Midnight, and the monster basically is invisible and possesses people that are that fear it and are paranoid. And this monster was kind of speaking at the same time. In the end, it's it's like a whole uh, psychological thing that could work. I don't know how to explain it, but if you've, if you've seen that episode, you would know that it feeds off the paranoia. And at the end, they have to basically kill it. Someone needs to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. Which, I mean, everyone would be like, hope. Yeah. No, I don't want that. <laughs> no, but like, maybe if they're bringing in a new character, like a student for the monster, for the, for the Lizzie thing, they could do the same here. Like, have yeah. someone new come in and they are weird looking I don't know just a regular student that starts repeating like mimicking I don't know how to fucking word it out um, I say something and you say it back and then it starts to get closer and closer until you the monster steals my bo voice and you think that I'm possessed now but it actually steals my voice like copycat, yeah, but then it steals your voice, and people pretend that you're. Uh, people think that you are the monster. Oh, uh, 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 but the thing is that they have to get rid of the of the thing, and they impression, need the, impression, impersonate. Yeah, that's the word. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they could have so many things that could help the kids. Like, if they're using monsters as props as devices. Yeah. yeah. They've been doing this. That's, I feel like it's There's really time. a lot that they could. Hello, Buffy. Hi, Buffy. Yeah. Listen, uh, <laughs> listen, go ahead. Look Buffy at, uh, does it better. I mean, you to watch Buffy. And they do. They do better, yeah. yeah and there's like, some monsters in Buffy that you guys haven't seen yet, and I'm just like, okay, well, I can't. Listen, why would you even mention that? Like, now I'm like. Now she's struggling. No, please. I'm dead. Um, wait, wait. Before, if you want to move on, I was thinking that Kronos, something that messes with time. And that could tie in with what uh, Vid was saying. Yeah, like it messes with timelines. Yeah. That's just sci-fi too. Fuck, I don't know. But it, I just have that so many ideas. a lot of fun though, messing with the timelines. Yeah. yeah, to like jump in and then they, then they have to figure out which one they would like to stay. Don't give me loop days. I hate okay. days and loop days. It's just so you know what? Actually, that reminds me of the promo for Nancy Drew next week. Yeah, I'm gonna be so annoyed next week. But anyway, because I hate this type of storyline. Yeah, the promo for Nancy Drew next week is literally them like resetting, 
yeah, resetting the day or resetting the time or something over and over and over again. Oh, oh kind of like that movie. Like a Groundhog Day. Birthday? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birth, yeah happy, that one. Happy Death Day or something. Yeah, yeah that happy one. Death day. Yeah. Happy, happy day day. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that would be pretty cool. I, I actually like that, the, the, the time jump one. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, they could have cars or Madeline there too, like the wizard. It kind of reminds me of the, um, like a whole scene, like I would love to have like an episode where they go back in time. Like I, I love the show. There's a show called Timeless that I was like in love with. Like I love that show. And it was like every episode they go back in time to a different period. Like they went back to the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. They went back to um, the Hindenburg and stuff like that. I would love to see like an episode of like that, but instead they go back in time. So maybe, maybe like, you know, when the, when the originals were alive, like, you know, oh, yeah. when they first got turned or like, I, in like, in the Vampire Diaries, I loved 18, when they went back to 1864, like that time, like around there, or, you know, yeah, like even the 30, cause I know they went like, cause I hated, I did not like episode 14 of season two. Like I did not like the whole noir episode. Um, but like, I would like to see them go back in time for an episode. Yeah. So, which kind of deals and with they, the monster, like, you know, a monster that. Yeah. Would have, I mean, the show kind of loves Greek mythology a lot. So they, they could. They do. Yeah, they really do. Which is why that Cleo theory really holds up too. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and her wanting them, to, wanting Hope to do a bust of landing. Because a bust is really like a very Greek thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, I, either her being a harpy or a muse, I think would be cool. So, Cleo has been great so far. Like, she was pushy and she annoyed me a little bit in, I think, I think it was 306, 307. 307. When she, I don't know, when they made the bust. Yeah. But I it's mean, okay. It's, you know, I mean, that just okay. It's possible also that maybe she had manipulated that in a way because she wanted Hope not to give up on Landon because she wanted Hope to kind of see like a different side of things. Like re reverse ecology or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like maybe it was like engineered in a way that um, she knew that that Hope wouldn't get like stuck or whatever, you know? And mm -hmm. maybe what if like somehow Cleo's objective, I mean, I'm not saying that it is, but, but if her, her objective is somehow to get um, Landon out of the prison world or like safe or something because her objective is hope. And in order to get um, like what her mission for hope is, she has to have Landon there as well or something. Yeah. Because if their, their destiny is intertwined, then they're going to be valuable to a, as a pair rather than separate. Yeah, but I would also love to see more of Hope and Landon folk that that the show focuses more on themselves as individuals yeah. instead of as a couple because I'm tired of that too. It's always the same, and I know that a lot of people are also tired about that. But you don't have to break them up to do that. The show just needs to find balance between having a relationship, then having a relationship, and then being their own people. Yeah. Which and I hate that they can't. That. Which I think is really what Danielle had said about um, things being dragged out is it was dragged out yeah. to this point is yeah. because they were stuck in this like similar it, it was like they were stuck in this loop of doing the exact same thing over and over again. And now finally, 
even according to like Brett's interviews and stuff like that, they're going to get on the same page and work together and try to define their dynamic and get closer than ever. So I really think that that's starting mm-hmm. because like even in 304, when he was, when Lani was like, I want to help. And then Hope was like, well, you heard him. We're going to help. Like, yeah, the fact that she wasn't babying him. Yeah. And that she let him go, that she was just like, okay, you can go in and, and do the dark object or whatever and all of that. And she, you know, knowing, and the fact that when did they have the conversation that um, he had let Malivore take over his body? Obviously from the, them running from the necromancer to the crypt, because they had that whole conversation. She was like, um, were you sure? When were you, you sure? Yeah. Body? So like, obviously the communication is a hell of a lot better. Even the last episode where they're at the dock and they're actually freaking communicating. Because we don't get that. Like, you know what I wish that we had, though, is that we had had the scene of them going back to the school after he got back and then just, like, collapsing yeah. in a bed and just, like, talking. But there's only so much that they can Because they went, like, the minutes. whole day. They went a whole day, and then they were sitting on the dock. Like, what happened? I think it was early morning, though, the last mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, so I don't think they had time to sleep. Very late in the AM, and then it took them time to get from the cemetery to the school. Which, how did he get there in the first place so fast? That's exactly what I said. The same way Hope basically time teleported herself uh, into eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! A dick. <laughs> As I always say. They're witches. They're witches. They're witches. Exactly. Yeah, but him, he ain't no damn witch. He humans. <laughs> so, when he ran, he can measure the logic. He got real speed. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay. Anywho, guys. Let's go into character interactions. Yeah, because... Besides yeah. Hope and Landon, who do we want to see more interactions with? Andrea and Kirby. Literally everyone else. Andrea and Kirby. Give me friendships. <laughs> Give me friendships. Oh, friendships. Never mind. I want Andrea and Kirby. I want, I want, I want Cleo and... Wait, Landon. what? Landon. Yeah. Andrea Kirby. <laughs> Andrea yeah. Wait, Naj, what were you going to say? Oh, I said um, Landon and um, Lizzie. Landon and Lizzie. Yeah. I want to see that friendship blossom even more. Like, give me that crackhead sibling dynamic, please. And I know some people ship them like like that romantically. I don't really care. Like, do you? Like, what a, you what do you? you? Desire, but that ain't for me. You know, besties. Yeah, they're best. Yeah. They're best. I want. Uh, I want Cleo and Landon. We yeah. might get that next episode. Yeah, next episode. I want Wade in Hope. Wade in Hope. Well, yeah. Because Danielle, Danielle said something so. on Twitter to me about yeah. it. So, and I was like, I want to see. I like. I messaged. I said something underneath her tweet. And I was like, Wade in. Because uh, I think it was the thread between her and Elijah. And I was like, more Wade and Hope scenes, please. And she goes, definitely, or something. She said something like that. I was like, oh shit. Wade, Wade and Hope. So, yes. Jed and Caleb. Caleb and Landon would be nice to see too. Caleb and Caleb and Hope. I Caleb and Hope are besties. I don't care what anybody else says. They are best it friends. Is. It is. 
just but we need to see more of it yeah and i'm yeah. tired of the fact that we're supposed to believe that josie and mg are best friends where is it this this where is going to be like very controversial but i really like josie and ethan this season yeah. Yeah. their so friendship soft. is so yeah, cute same. when when they were sitting down when she was having lunch and he yeah. ran to her like that was so cute and not like like i'm not i, like, I don't shit them energy. even though i did have dreams about them being like a thing during <laughs> hiatus and that, uh, that, that was so cursed that was so cursed no because we know we know that soon i don't know what episode you guys probably do but josie's gonna tell him something and it's gonna like his she's like break the news or something i think i how would she tell him well, I that think she well, broke his arm that like yeah it's going to be interesting because oh. of episode 10, the synopsis says that MG and Ethan are working together. Yeah, he'll probably know about Supernatural actor. Yeah. Episode 10? Yeah, episode 10. It's about Ethan are working, are like gang, or like pairing Oh, up I thought we're going to see the other dude, but that's next episode. supposed to be. Yeah. So like, what are MG and Ethan doing? Bonding over... <laughs> well, because we think, because... Their lost friendship with Josie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we think that MG's gonna go to Mystic, right? Because he's leaving the school, and that's probably who Alaric tells to Imagine walk. half of the Salvador students transferred to Mystic Falls High. And leave just Hope and Landon. At least they would be alone. <laughs> like, they would never leave the school, but... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but But, can you imagine, though, Alaric sending MG to Mystic Falls, knowing that he's a possible ripper and just being like, here, go to the human school. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. But watch over Joseph. I don't but know that's... what happened to Alaric. Mm. Like, in TVD, he was such a great character. He won a, won I think he died one too many times and yeah. that affected him deeply. I think that's what happened. Besides, he literally tried to kill himself uh, when Joe yeah. died. I think after Joe died, he just became another hope. He lost it. But that's what's so hypocritical of them, though. He tried, he actually brought a random soul back and put it in Joe's body. But then they were pushing hope to move on after like a week when she was actually ready to move on. Yeah. He spent the whole summer looking for this Phoenix Stone. Mm -hmm. Like, how many years? since Joe died and when she came back and won. How old are the twins? Love. 60. Minus one. Like the twins age and then like six months. Yeah. He still loves Joe to this day. He's probably grieving her to this day too. I am grieving and then he's been drunk. Oh, that was so mad about that episode. I would say maybe she should try grieving and then rush it. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 mm. 106 he's like maybe or yeah 107 no 107 I'm grieving maybe you should try it sometime and yeah. literally in 306 307 she's trying to grieve and they're all like no you can't do that. Mm-mm. Not like that. Like, yeah, not like that. Not like that. You can grieve but you got to help us find money for um you know for the school. It's not my father he wasn't paying attention to the school. The fuck. That's also something that pisses me off that I would like to see happen on the show is that how they pick and choose when mental health is important because yes it's okay that Josie is taking her time and she should be she should be allowed to be and heal and get away from the school in the environment that is toxic for her 
but also they've been focusing a lot on on the twins themselves and also this is like the stance's fault because they know what they're doing and hope has a lot of trauma that she hasn't dealt with at all but suddenly it's it doesn't matter because it's landing and that's something that pisses me off because hope yeah. is allowed to grieve and allowed to make mistakes but suddenly every everyone else is villainizing her both yeah. on the show and in the fandom and yeah. for what and for what just because everyone I'm just going to say it Josie literally killed Alyssa tried to kill, kill Hope tried to kill Lizzie burned down the school did a whole bunch of shit of shit yes she was being manipulated by Clark to do dark magic in the first place yes but that doesn't mean that she gets a free pass and isn't being held accountable and i know and i understand but it also pisses me off because i love Josie but the double standard and the hypocrisy of everyone is just too much yeah. and i hate it yeah. like, literally the only people, the only people in the fandom who who advocate for hope are handens and hope stands well yeah. and landon stands because i think that they kind of go hand in hand but like and even even if it wasn't about ships i hate that people get so blinded by their own bias yeah like even yeah. if you don't like certain characters you need to to take that blind the blinders off and see the bigger picture just don't be a dickhead to other people especially oh. don't go into D- dms because i saw some stuff and don't take it don't cut it because that's true and we know that they work it's like guys be better please Thank you. And like hope is held to such a higher standard than everyone else and it's not fair. Like you guys know hope is my favorite character. I love hope. And and I am not blind or biased to what it is that she does, but I honestly don't feel I mean, like we all are to some it. extent, but we have to be neutral about it. I don't like, feel what she did was warrant or warrants the hate that she was getting. First off, she didn't know she was putting the twins in danger. She didn't know that it was going to kill. And she yeah. immediately apologized when yeah. she realized that it was fucked up. She was like, "I'm so sorry." Like immediately. And she said to Landon, she goes, "I and I know I upset people in the process." Yeah. And the next couple of episodes there will most likely be consequences and she's going to have to deal with them. And the still how it should be. In the stills for next week's episode, you can see clearly she is hurting and that there's a lot of tension between like her not only her and lizzie but everybody else yeah yeah and there should be because what she did i mean it was we understand it wasn't right but she also knows that and that's good yeah like we need more more characters having that self-awareness It's like people say she's obsessed like if she was obsessed she would never realize that what she did was wrong Exactly. For her, it would be right to do it. And also, why, why, why everything Hope does is being called an obsession yeah, when like, the rest wrong. of the TVD characters and Toe characters were basically like praised for it for the same for the same actions. It's yeah. just very I don't know. It, I don't know if misogynistic is the word, but it it doesn't sit right with me. The fact that Hope has is, to go through all the of this. Is, the common yeah, thing that Damon did for Elena. And he got praised for it. Yeah. But the common, the common denominator in this is Landon. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. 
That's I mean, like, it's fine if you don't like him and you even hate the character, but why go that far? There's a line that people have crossed multiple times and they still do. And for what? Like, shut the fuck up and just enjoy the show. If you don't like it, don't watch it. It's simple as that. Just mind your business. Sorry. I'm just pissed. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks. But... Anyway, I would like to see more friendships and more consistency and more cohesiveness in the story because it really just feels like those pieces of relationships. The only two relationships that have been developed the most are Hope and Landon and Lizzie and Josie. And I would yeah. like to see more of those characters connected to some other people. Yeah, It's just always the same. It always boils down to Hope and Landon or the twins. And while that's great, because Hope and Landon are literally the main characters, I would like to see more of other stuff, too. Like, yep. fuck, I love Hendon, but give me friendships. Because that was the premise of the show. TVD was romance, Toe was family, Legacy is supposed to be friendships, and I don't really see that. And individual storylines among those friendships. Please. It's like, ah, it's kind of what they did with TVD when um, Stephanie and Caroline got together, which I fucking love. I know is you ship uh, Selena, which is fine, but they were- I, don't, I didn't hate Caroline either, so it's not that- yeah. yeah, I mean, in season seven, it was so messed up because they were trying to mess them up. Like, why can you have a relationship that's healthy and have it be here and then the story continues? You don't have to pull and- push people away and all the time that's tiring we're tired of it sorry i'm venting but i'm well no but it's true though i mean like it there's nothing wrong with having hope and landon be hope and landon throughout all of the seasons and have them have storyline cohesive storylines that flow with the rest of the storylines rather than like oh no we need to split them apart in order to cause this like angst in order for this story to progress but really it doesn't need to do that I think that was season two's issue the most because they tried to do something. If I think everything would have been different if they had let Hope have that thing with Maya she was supposed to have and then reunite Hope and Landon, like have both of them be in other relationships for like two episodes or whatever, and then bring them back. Because we know, we know, we won bread, even if you say we didn't, but we know we did. <laughs> Naj would have been dancing if she got Hope and Maya. That would have been the serve. Oh, that would have been beautiful. I, I love Handon. They were flirting. Maya, yeah. And they cut, they cut some scenes, too. Like, Haya scenes. What? But anyway. Maybe we'll get to Yeah, they, they did. Much. They did. They were supposed to be, like, a, a Haya scene, like, where Maya was flirting with Hope, and they cut it. <laughs> Imagine gonna play out. Don't don't tell me this because I will write a fucking letter. Um, <laughs> Release those scenes. Oh, those no, speaking no, of speaking is. of that that leads to into the thing that I wanted to mention. What I would like to see the most is more rep, especially Latino representation. Like where the fuck is it? There's only so much I can go on with, and I've told Vit this. Um, I can claim Ethan for so long before it gets weird. Ethan Mattello. <laughs> Ethan Mattello. I don't give a fuck if you say that he isn't. He is for me. He's the crumb 
Latino crime that I get because of that shadow. Like he could be either Brazilian or Brazilian or some from somewhere else. I don't care. We also have Gabby, but she's like a background character we don't really see. Yeah. But I would like to see more Latino and proper Latino representation. Not. I'm just tired of seeing Latino rep that it's rep rep that's uh, either Mexican, Puerto Rican. Or Cuban. Cuban. It's, it's just like, the three, yeah. It's like gringo writers don't know that there are like 20 plus countries down here. Like, guys, there's Chile, hi, Argentina, Brazil. I just need, I would like to see it. That and uh, a gay couple, like two men. Like, two men, yeah. The originals. Hello, Jayla. I wanted Caleb and Jen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We could have had to know who I liked. We could have had Jed and Ralph. Jed and oh. Ralph, but that's the homie. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the homie that broke me. That that was. I can't. He really. But he's on. He's on, on. the spinoff. All American yeah. spinoff. Yeah. Congrats, Peyton. Yes. Congrats, Peyton. He, he escaped. He escaped this hellhole. That <laughs> it is his fandom. He's free. So he's, <laughs> he's free. But yeah. He, Rob, I mean, he's getting the attention he deserves. Um, good thing, King. I'll be, I'll be watching. Oh. The All American spin off. All American. right. So um, we're going to wrap it up now. Um, I think uh, we're a little we went off. Hour, yeah. But we Sorry. do. I know that. Um, no, no, no. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Vit and I were kind of talking with everyone else, and we want to bring back the hand and weekly writing challenge because a lot of people have been asking about that and i know that we're kind of starving for fix right now so we're bringing it back starting today and the deadline is going to be may 1st and vit what's the prompt is thunderstorm thunderstorms oh the prompt is thunderstorms so hand and weekly challenge thunderstorms may 1st get writing yeah, give me a collab. Give me a collab. And yeah, and and just what Nosh says, tag the hand and weekly. Hand and weekly. Yes. Yeah. So that was our episode. <laughs> give me, give yes. me soft Sorry for venting. Nah. Give me soft hand because the writers from the fanfics just like to write angst. Right, Robin? You're, Robin always say, okay, I want to okay, do stuffy. Okay. And then she goes and just take her out. Her out. You're calling me out. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna, you're always writing angst. But that, I mean, we love to see it, but we hate to feel it. Yeah. I know, because you guys give me a soft prompt, and then it's completely different. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you oh, guys are going to hate my new story. <laughs> no, you, you only like to write thing. I don't know why. I know. I... I just, I just, I do so much better with it. I know, cause like there was like a prompt. Pia, you gave me a prompt about them like being in a hammock or something. Oh yeah, you know why? Because I was rereading a Sterling line. That was great. <laughs> and then what did I end up doing? I ended up doing like the saddest fucking. <laughs> you know? I was like, I have a story for you guys, by the way. And then yeah. I went to bed. I think. Yeah, I... you went to bed, and then you woke up and you read it, and it was just like hope missing him at nighttime or something like that or or i don't know 
I try. Sick of you. I try to write soft stuff. I really try. <laughs> There's yeah, soft stuff in the crossover, though. So you can't write soft stuff either. No, <laughs> you're sick. Nash gives us the all the hot violence, stuff. the horror stuff. Yeah, like the bloodbath and yeah. And I gotta finish. But uh, so <laughs> I'm sorry, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will try. I I will try my best. I swear, I will try my best to write the yeah, stuff. <laughs> like I'm, I'm making a new human story, and it's just going to be them being enemies. So what? I mean, at the end of the day, angst is what it is. Yeah, I'm writing a new one, and it's basically them like yeah, they're they're enemies. Yeah, you just just you wait. Oh, I think you're gonna need um, you're gonna need Paige probably to write your soft fic for Oh you. yeah, Paige. And I'm gonna ask Alex. And if Alex. you guys want a soft fanfic, go read the pen pals. Alex writes the, the pen pal one, right? Since yeah, Wars, that's what it's called. So I know. Oh, that was so good. I need to read it. I haven't read it yet. I need to read it. Probably like three soft. chapters out, I think. Four, four now. Four, four. And then the uh, the soulmate one is really good too. Yes. Just content creators, we love you. We love to see it. And Tumblr stands. And shout out to Tumblr stands. Yes. That brain of yours, delicious. Oh, <laughs> that mind. Yes. Honestly, best Tumblr. people I not know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you all for the content because I'm been struggling these two weeks without handing. And then plus Buffy. <laughs> yeah, Buffy. Yeah, watch Buffy. <laughs> oh yeah, and if you haven't watched Buffy, I'm spreading my Buffy agenda. Watch Buffy. Yeah. Well, I might have more time, but I do not have internet, so. <laughs> now, why do I, I just have been paying since I have, I'm watching Buffy. I just do you need don't the episodes? Is... Yeah, she does, she does need the episodes. You know, so I'm on episode, I'm on episode one, season two. I have not been able to watch, so. Yeah, good luck. I can send you the episodes. Yeah, now you need to finish season two so I can edit Banjo. Yeah, um, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make episode 17. Um, oh, tonight 17. Oh my god, I'm praying for your soul. <laughs> I, I, I have episodes 11 and 10 or 11 and 12 that I watched and I have not edited it yet. I just I hate editing. <laughs> Buffy, Buffy's the you only go live. That can enjoy react live. Oh. See, yeah, copyrights. Oh, so right, sorry. I have watched Nudge yeah, reaction for two thirty. You haven't gotten one. I haven't. I mean, well, legacies they eat me the fuck up. Oh, legacies! I have like four that's episodes a, that are not up. See, my freaking handphobic. That's what it is. Um, yeah. Nudge she was releasing her two fourteen episode. I'm like, sister, trying to get my coin, bitch. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. watch Buffy. Watch legacies, even though it might get you pissed. Yeah. Just you know, watch your comfort show. I mean. We talk about we talk about legacies. We talk about Buffy. I I mean you know comfort show with comfort characters. And please don't go after people if they love the character you hate. Exactly. Yeah. That's annoying. You're like twenty. Y'all should watch. Y'all should watch that seventy show um, for slow burn taste. Or Lucifer. Just or watch Doctor Who. That's a like a shitty show I love. It's not shitty. But watch Jenny. Watch Jenny in Georgia. Me and Georgia. Oh, oh, we're thinking of different. We're thinking of different. Uh, different ships, but Ginny and Georgia. Watch Nancy Drew. Watch Nancy Drew. Watch the Irregulars on Netflix. That is so good. I just binged all of it. 
Watch the Witcher. Just you watch everything. Watch the Witcher. <laughs> Anyways. But also, go to school. Stay in school, kids. Please. <laughs> go to you therapy. What are you <laughs> Let's all go to therapy. Let's all go to therapy. Yeah, yeah go to therapy. therapy session. We're starting your dreams. Weekly therapy Pursue dreams. We should. Pursue your therapy dreams. Therapy is good for you. It, yeah. Hand in week with therapy you don't want to kind of like the, the psych word. <laughs> yeah, or the hand in psych word. Exactly. Oh <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, thank you. So our episode is basically it. like theories and um, shows to watch and rants and like, so, I mean, really, it's a rainbow episode. Yeah, it, it was a little longer than normal, but we have a guest and so we have the right. So. And it includes is and not being confused for an hour and 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> it's like the Aurora situation all over again. Yeah, um, sorry. I was out here dumb as hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't do theories. I don't do theories. Me just excited <laughs> to say my fuck theory. <laughs> I was like, let me just sprinkle in some commentary. And it's not going to be right at all because I know nothing. What to be all wrong though? Like, you probably we're, we're well off. <laughs> Although we've been right like a lot lately. Yeah, we have. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't relate. Um, we don't know no tea, so y'all, y'all good. I mean, um, I write stories and they end up in the Legacies episodes. So, Brett, what, what if they read it? <gasps> Did you bend that? <laughs> what? Anyway. Right. So, um, like, comment, subscribe. Oh, um, like, so you don't have to go like this. You just like this. We have an episode next week. And, you know, thank you guys for um, most of our episodes are coming up over 1K views. So, like, whatever it is you guys are doing, thank you. All the comments and all the likes and, like, all the love that we're getting. Like, I've been getting messages and stuff like that. It is amazing. And we love you guys. And we really appreciate it. So, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Bye. Remember. Nice. Thank you for having me. Spread positivity. Don't um, be a dick. There's <laughs> me. Spread positivity, then Pia. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah, they can't come for me. I don't have Twitter or Instagram, so. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. On that. This was fun. Thanks, Pia. See ya. <laughs> Bye. 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 Hold up.